Oh. I'm going to click continue. Man. Zoom is just the best program. Okay. I love Zoom. It's so well designed. It used to. Before all these squirrels started, uh, you know, making a meal out of my internet connection. So we, this is how we're starting uh, episode 750, okay. huh? Here we go. Is that right? <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I'm Tyler Smith. I'm David Bax. And thank you so much for subscribing. Oh, shit. See, that's what happens. Uh -huh. I went into Patreon, not This is not episode. a Patreon. This is for everybody. I know. This is for the masses. Yeah. Um, okay. So but maybe you leave. could have said subscribing to the iTunes or something. Or yeah, but that's not how that's you could have rolled how it works. That. that was good. It said you said thanks for subscribing or whatever you may have done. You know, so I know. But then professional it. voice actor here. That's you well, I mean, up, in, improv, up until recently. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. Did you so cut the here recording we go. I'll try it again. Keep going. No, it was the recording. Oh, no, I think this is, all, this is all in the show. This is I good. Think. This is good. Uh, Sorry. Oh. oh, you didn't hear me. Well, now I look dumb. <laughs> no, Welcome you look to good. the show. Hi. We're having a great time on the podcast show here. <laughs> episode number, which you just heard. We're having a great time. We have our guest. Thank you for subscribing. Ah, fuck. Shit. Now I said it. Actor, comedian, Bomb the Vaunt joyous of, of his name well let's uh uh before before we do that i guess yeah. yes thank you for listening uh we'll get you next whatever, time. whatever the fuck oh, no. says uh, no um, you know what's I, good about that mistake people are that? gonna hear that and they're gonna say wait a second subscribe this is for everyone well, what about the other stuff exactly Shit, you know i better subscribe yeah a, a yeah. lot of people are saying that the, the great stuff, slip the best stuff the is behind slip. the wall yeah, this is uh, this this entire episode is stealth marketing for our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash battleship pretension. But before we speaking of ads, I want to tell you about tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com is where you go for professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and <laughs> colorful colors. They look great. They sound great. Tyler and I use them each every day of our lives. I'm using them right now. In fact, I was using them this morning to listen to the new uh, EP by rapper Gabe Nandez. It's called Seven, and it's uh, it's it's great. It's uh, maybe it's one of one of my favorite uh rap records i guess so far of uh of, of this year and it sounded great on my tweakedaudio.com earbuds that are available at a low low price at tweakedaudio.com but if you use the offer code pretension at checkout you get one third off that low low price and no shipping charges so please go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code pretension Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tyler? Yes? I can't believe I got all that out without being interrupted <laughs> yeah. again. Uh, let's get into it, shall we? Indeed. This is episode 750, and as longtime listeners know, every 50 episodes, we like to sort of toss whatever format we pretend to have aside and just bring back two 
of our favorite past guests um you know in the in the past we've had who who last time we had uh uh jeremy and, and nick from up from up in canada we've we, we've had uh That's matt right. and jimmy from never not funny we always like to have two two guests back uh and today we've got uh one of uh battleship retention's longest uh, uh longest uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for the longest tenured uh friends of the show sure josh fadem hey what yeah. also, language and also coming back to the show the show proper for the first time in nearly a decade i think wow no yeah. way. no way yeah. yes yes way it's I'm been el- that long i'm elusive i've been elusive johnny oh. pemberton welcome back wow. thanks wow. for having me yeah well he's um, been doing his own podcast i have a couple of them couple of them yes. tell us about them well we got live to tape that's the that's the main one that's uh, the main that's, one that's the only one which is gonna but there be... was another one long ago you know yeah. within the within the span of 10 years but no need to talk about that because it's done it's, it's not done, but it's still available to listen to it's, some, it's still a lot, a lot of people love that those old episodes but it's now it's now going to be transitioning into a combination <laughs> me. Of the yeah old, the listeners love that <sighs> It's a little bit of a, a foley work from Josh. A little bit of a Whataburger <laughs> foley work. Yeah, Josh. No, uh, no, don't, don't break my arm. Don't. Oh. <laughs> uh, so the three of, we're we're doing this over Zoom. Three of the four of us are in uh, Los Angeles, uh, but Josh is in his hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And almost like a hostage holding up a newspaper, he's proving that he's in Tulsa by holding uh, up a Whataburger cup. See, see. Hey, Josh, when's the last time you had the biscuits and gravy from there for breakfast? I don't know if I've ever had it. Oh, we used to, I used to wait in line in Tallahassee where I went to college. We'd wait in line. My friend's Jeep almost overheated because we're in line to get those biscuits and gravy before it switched to lunch. Because you have to get them at breakfast time. Mm. Oof, those are good, man. Those are fucking good. Hey, is Tallahassee a good city? What do you mean by good? Like, do you like it? Is there fun stuff to do? Could you meet some people? Are there nice people? Is it? Just I think a it's town? a good place. I think a lot of people would say it's a crap town because it's kind of like hot and far from the water and all kinds of things that make a town that people shit on. But I and think, make Florida, Florida. Yeah, but Florida's. I think Florida's great. Florida's like, Florida's a grab bag, man. You got everything. But Tallahassee's Tallahassee's cool. It's uh, a little bit town, but it's um. Plus a hot, it's going to be hot as shit. I, I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You went to college in Tallahassee. Remember, remember where you're from, Johnny? I grew up in Minnesota. Okay. Soda. Minnesota. What are the best things about Tallahassee? Like if you say five things, if you went to back to Tallahassee, you got, I got to do these five things in Tallahassee. Probably eat food that I think I would find disgusting now because it was stuff I would eat when I was drunk. Um, I think I would probably like to go... You know what? I think number one thing to do in Tallahassee is to go to college there. <laughs> so you'd have to get, thing. you'd have to enroll. You just I have think to. You gotta go to college. You gotta go enroll real quick. What else is there to do? I mean, mm, mm. I gotta do grad now. school. Gotta do grad school. Yeah, I you grad haven't school. been to Tallahassee until you've <laughs> matriculated. Yeah. Uh, maybe you gotta five. check out the water park. You gotta go to grad school. <laughs> you gotta get, you gotta get Hardee's. I haven't been there in so long. I don't even know what there is to possibly do. Like I really don't have any idea what we could do there, but I think. But it sounds like I mean, Whataburger is. Uh, they got Whataburger there. They definitely have Whataburger. They do. I've oh. never been to a Whataburger. They, we I, we don't have them in St. Louis uh, where I grew yeah. up, and um, I've no, I've never been to one. 
I always thought oh, growing up, good. Whataburger, that's gross. It's, I, I don't like it, or it's bad, or it's just, I, I thought it was just some crap. And then, it is crap, but I got it a few years ago, and I said, what? No one told me Whataburger was good, and it's uniquely <laughs> good. And uh, so now, I'm a Whataburger regular. Not a, I'm Gosh. not a Water biscuits and gravy for breakfast. You've got to have them. You've got to try them. They're so good, because it's real sausage gravy. How does it? So it's like a, you get like biscuits and gravy at a drive-through. Does it come in like yeah. like a styrofoam? It comes a little styrofoam thing. Okay. You got the biscuits and you got the gravy poured over, and it's real sausage gravy, white gravy. That the viewers good. won't be able to see this because it's this zoom, but look at that ice cube. Look at the shape of that ice cube from Whataburger. <laughs> well, it's they a, could be seeing the zoom. Are we recording the video? You could post. Uh, you could post the video to the people on Patreon. You could. Excuse me. We'll con- we'll consider it. Um, uh, that's Josh, true. You, I suppose we could. Yeah, yeah. Josh, you mentioned um, you mentioned Hardee's. Yeah. Now Tulsa, I think, is Carl's Jr. country, right? It was Hardee's when I was growing up, and then wow. Carl's Jr. Uh, seemed to take over. Right? You know, and I yeah, still don't totally understand it. Like, why are they both? And whose I, idea? I, I mean, mean, I think. I think Car- I think Hardee's used to be a separate company, and then sometime in the '90s, Carl's Jr bought hardy's and kept the name but they changed the entire like like the color scheme it it looks like carlos jr now whereas hardy's used to be like orange and purple or orange and blue ish i didn't know that um yeah i remember hardy's being like a brown and yellowish or something like that or maybe it's orange i'm colorblind um it was nice uh, and unappealing yeah yeah. but i remember uh, I, i think the first time i when i moved to los angeles when i drove from st louis to los angeles in 2005 I think Oklahoma was the first time I ever went to a Carlos Jr. So I, uh, I, I know at some point before 2005, that's when they switched. I'm not even sure if I've had Carl's Jr. Uh, or I've Hardee's. Never, I've never had Carl's Jr. Not once. Remember that when their when their commercials were pretty aggressive? Yeah, like oh, sexy. Don't bother me. I'm like, sexy, sloppy. Fuck this burger. Put don't you want this burger. burger's got jizz on it? Watch it. Watch it. Don't bother me. I'm jizzing. Hey, man, this burger's like a big old tit. Don't you want to suck on the gravy coming out of the, the barbecue gravy from this burger? This is a big wet ball slash tit that flopped, and we want to suck it if you're cool. Flip it on the patio. Have a seat. Drop your bottom on the stove and sizzle it. Yeah, I'm not wearing underwear. Got a problem? It's possible. Can we have this be the rest of the episode? Because that would be great. <laughs> Don't bother me. I'm jizzing. <laughs> Yeah. Kiss um, my ass. I don't care who you voted for. Leave me alone. Um, I drove by a Carl's Jr. on my way to Whataburger, and uh-huh. I thought to myself as I passed it, I, as a child, that used to be a Hardee's. <laughs> it was, too. I was like, I remember distinctly, this was a Hardee's, and now bet, it's a Carl's Jr. Does Bruce have an opinion on this, you think? He'd probably, that's shit. I wouldn't eat that. <laughs> I, we don't eat that shit. That's oh, my man. father's Gosh. name, is Bruce. Okay. One of my favorite people. I'm a big fan of Bruce. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, it's like we said, it's been a while uh, since Johnny's been on the show. Josh has been on the show more recently, but um, we talked a lot I, about film noir. I, I, oh, I, I, I was, I was going to say, I've seen, even though you guys haven't been on the show, I've seen a lot of you both recently because during the pandemic, which is frustratingly ongoing, my wife and I've been catching up on a lot of television, better call Saul superstore. You're the worst, uh, on becoming a God. What else? 
corporate. Johnny was in an episode of corporate. Josh was in the Valley Girl remake. I feel like I've seen you guys. Uh, some great credits uh, uh, you're rattling lot. off. Yeah. Rattling off some great resume credits. They're um, working. We are uh, true comedic character actors, but capable <laughs> of doing more. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Better Call Saul, uh, as of this morning, uh, Bob Odenkirk is okay. Yeah, I know. What a relief. He's dating the, uh, the, the record here, but he, he tweeted uh, this morning. So, was, so Bob tweeted this morning? The day before that, he was going to be okay, and now he's okay. Yeah, his son tweeted, I guess, on Wednesday that he was going to be okay, but now he's okay. Now he's, in fact, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? Heart condition, or was it something less minor than that? He said small heart attack, according to his Twitter. Oh, God. Let's read it here. Let's read it. It says, Hi, it's Bob. Thank you to my family and friends who have surrounded me this week and to the outpouring of love from everyone who expressed concern and care for me. It's overwhelming, but I feel the love and it means so much. I had a small heart attack, but I am going to be okay thanks to Rosa Estrada and the doctors who knew how to fix the blockage without surgery. Rosa is the longtime, I guess she runs the, the, I guess, I don't know if her title, I, I would apologize if I were getting the title wrong, but like she the runs set medic. the Twitter, right? She runs the, the, Twitter, the set medic set, on the yeah. on the. She runs the set medic Twitter. Yeah, she's a really she knows her shit. Damn! Wow. So she must have uh, says thanks to Rosa Estrada and the doctors who knew how to fix the blockage without surgery. Also, AMC and Sony support helped throughout this has been next level. I'm going to take a beat to recover, but I'll be back soon. Wow. Yeah, I was really scared. You know, I mean, like everyone sitting there, yeah, all day refreshing. I couldn't really get anything done. He's not that old, though, is he? He's 58. Ooh, that's... So does he have hmm. unhealthy but habits? he's in great shape. He must not be. Did you guys see nobody? Well, I mean, you know, you, you hear stories all the time, people who get sick and they're in good shape. You're in good yeah. shape? You've been sick, Johnny? Yeah, but I'm in shape because I'm sick. I have right. to be in shape, otherwise I would be bad. <laughs> let's, talk, well, well, let's talk about your uh, health regimen and workout routine, Johnny. Okay. And I get to go uh, next? Yeah. <laughs> well, we know Josh is on the Whataburger diet. I'm real healthy. <laughs> I'm not that. I mean, I just spent uh, two weeks being extremely unhealthy because there's nothing you can do on the road. It's pretty hard to be healthy out there. Yeah. No, there's no time. I mean, I try to exercise every day. That's a great name for a song. It's well, hard to be healthy out there. It's hard to be healthy out there. It sounds like a Hank Jr. song. Yeah, it's hard to be healthy hard out there. Hard to be healthy out there. <laughs> Got cocaine falling out of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> when the ladies are coming after me and the cocaine's falling from the tree, it's um, hard to be healthy out there. Yes, for a water and they give you a jack. <laughs> then you'll find yourself with a heart attack. It's hard to be healthy out there. Too young to feel this bad. <laughs> so, what's your workout regimen, John? Now, Johnny's Hank a- Jr. did a. Uh, now, if Hank Jr. did a, a Carl's Jr. ad, I wonder, like a really sexualized Carl's Jr. ad, what, what would that sound like? I no, don't, don't tip him off. <laughs> I think that's actually off. a great idea. <laughs> Thank I you. Would, that would probably get me to try some Carl's Jr. if they got Hank Jr. Sure. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, we didn't get Johnny's workout regimen well, or, or diet. Place. Basically, I try to do an hour every day. <laughs> except for Saturday. And it's either running or it's a bunch of push-ups or a bunch of pull-ups, a bunch of gardening stuff. You just got to get that heart rate up for more than 40 minutes every day. Wow. That's all you got to do. Hmm. That's impressive. And I try to eat a shake in the morning too, a good smoothie. 
Good milk. Oh, now, if I, 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 I you're gonna say like a like a milkshake. Yeah, oh, what no, kind of shake? Smoothie. You get water Sorry, burner, smoothie, Carl Jr. Shake. Jack in the box. <laughs> Jack in the box. What do I get a McDonald's shake. shake and I blend in bananas into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every morning I get a McDonald's soft serve because it's only like 200 calories. <laughs> it's only 200 calories. <laughs> yeah. I the drive-through it's real quick. That would be funny, the guy who confused shake with smoothie, and he's like, yeah, I've been eating so healthy. I've been having a smoothie every morning. It's like, you'd be going, it's yeah, so what, good. Do, what do you, you make them? It's like, no, I get it at McDonald's. I get a smoothie at McDonald's. Like, they don't have smoothies. Like, yeah, they do. They have strawberry, chocolate, vanilla. And I change it up, so I'm super healthy. I don't get it. Yeah, smoothies have protein in them, I'm pretty sure. I can't get the weight off. In fact, it's getting bigger. I'm just gaining weight, and I'm not getting any muscle. And, you know... I don't get it. I ordered a Powerade from Whataburger, so <laughs> I'm healthy. I got a Powerade. It's power in there. It's Powerade. Yeah, it ha- it's in my power. The thing is, we're joking, but this is like a real thing. Probably oh, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of people actually literally fully believe and think and live right. by. It's like, uh, you know, wow, look at the, the this chip bag says fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Josh and I had this joke <laughs> like at 4 a.m. at craft services at some movie we were doing. Just like, you know, like laughter at four o'clock in the morning when you're just like delirious. We had to be shushed about ten times because we kept being like, "Ooh, hel- healthy! Ooh, Some this chips. is natural, 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 oh, okay. natural. Oh, good, wow. natural." Yeah. Oh, f- fresh baked. Oh, these real- are fresh baked. Ooh, Sun real- chips are fresh baked. Ooh, real corn, real corn in here. Oh, okay, oh, there's good. real corn. Good. Ooh, okay. authentic cheese. Good, got- healthy. Healthy. Real cheese. This says real cheese. Got real cheese in it. Good. Okay. I'll try some. You try this? Made with real cheese. Fresh baked. Oh, no, thank you. I'm being healthy. This is natural ingredients. Look, see? This has natural flavors. Natural natural flavors. flavors. With other natural. (laughs) This is is naturally flavored with other natural flavors. Ooh, lots of natural. Very healthy. Good. Uh, Yes. uh, I I know I'm okay if I look for the word natural. Uh. (laughs) Um, All right. My workout Uh, regimen, I do burpees. I do about I do about one or two minutes mm. of burpees, no push-ups or jumping jacks, just the, the the hands on the ground, kick the feet out, and then stand up and reach for the sky. And uh, you know I've lost twenty five pounds in the yeah, past you, four months. Yeah, you can see it. Wow. Can you see it? Oh yeah, definitely. Compared to the last Zoom we did, just in general, I feel like uh, I can tell. I know you. Johnny can tell. Johnny's very. We're very in tune to each other's bodies. Mm. I have not lost or gained any weight whatsoever. Well, you were stable and, and uh, what's the word? Oh. You were stable. You were uh, consistent. Yeah. Bobby, don't lick. I, uh, don't lick. I, dur- during the, during like, in, you know, real like quarantine time, I lost close to 20 pounds. Damn. Cause, wow. I, could, cause I could be so like in control of my regimen because there was like very little else to do. Um, I've put, <laughs> 10 or 11 of those pounds back on just since things started opening up because uh, we're going out to to eat or drinking more. Like I immediately like lost half of the progress that I, that I made um, as, as soon as, you know, I could go uh, uh, have a, have tacos that are, or beers with friends. It's, it's crazy really how much that is. The, the alcohol is such a big thing. And so is uh, eating out. Cause eating out, it's like, Oh, it's so good. It's like, it's good because you would never do that at home. You never put like, how do you make it so good? It's like, well, we just put a whole stick of butter in there. Yeah. <laughs> this is one serving. <laughs> yeah. 
it's catch good, up. right? Yeah, it's good. Jeff like, wants to know if you enjoyed it. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but is it natural butter? That's that's uh, yeah. Natural, I mean, oh. Made with natural butter. Oh, grass fed. Ooh. Wow. Oh, grass fed butter is so good. It says one hundred percent. Oh, mostly natural, fresh. Two percent artificial. Ninety-eight percent natural. Uh, so we know. I, uh, 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 go I, ahead, Tyler. I lost. Uh, oh, so after the my uh, kids were born, I lost thirty pounds because I didn't have time to eat, uh, which is not a good way to lose weight. Apparently, it sounds uh, like it was a junior situation where you were carrying them. <laughs> after my kids were born, I lost thirty pounds. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, and then I and then I put uh, ten back on once I had more time to eat, and then I realized like, oh right, I haven't been healthy. I simply haven't been eating the shit I've been eating, and now I'm eating it again. I think I need to make a change. Mm. Mm. Um, so let's. Uh, well, what else? Well, we know um, uh, as far as uh, quarantine habits, we know that Josh has spent the pandemic watching every film noir uh, ever made. Uh, Johnny, what 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 occupied your time? Uh, I mean, before uh, heading back out on the road a lot of gardening um a lot of gardening are you but, talking about uh gardening like vegetable garden or flower garden or, uh, mostly, or veg mostly vegetables mostly a web of different types of foods uh yeah, yeah. And so I, uh, what do you grow and, and and do you do you cook with it yeah i mean i try to i mean a lot of it's i'm also growing a bunch of weed right now because it's fun I don't really uh, care for weed a whole lot, but I, growing it is fucking fun as hell because it's like marijuana weed. Yeah, it's really fun because it's like this product. Oh, dandelions. Everybody wants it, and so you can give it away to people. But it's also just cool to see how it grows because it's not like a normal a normal plant because it's so specialized. So it's kind of I think it's really fun to grow. I when you're in college, yeah. well, sorry to interrupt. I just got bored hearing about pot. When you were in college, oh, my ass, Josh. Shut <laughs> up. Um, did, was there someone who uh, was there someone who like made or who made beer, and they were like, and you go to the, like their party or their dorm or whatever college people had, and they say, "So you want to try some of our beer? We made it." I didn't have, have that in college, no. But I went no? to a state school. People didn't do that. They didn't like, make beer. No, I didn't realize that was like a home brewing. I guess was it feels like a more recent. Like a 2010s trend. I don't um, know. I've heard like people crazy. say that that was a college yeah. thing, but I remember when I first moved to LA, I didn't go to college, but I hung out with people who did, and I would go to their house and like, Josh, do you want to try some of our beer? Well, you we had some it. of my beer. You had made beer that I made. Did you make beer? I made a bunch of beer and cider too. I made tons of cider. And I, I remember beer. cider. I don't remember beer. Yeah. How was your beer? Beer was pretty damn good, actually. It was really good. I know a lot of people think that homebrew is bad. Why? Well, because usually it is bad because you're using like not great ingredients or the process is um, some people just are bad at doing things. But I think my brother and I were, did a good job. We made I mean, I'm a pretty big critic of that stuff. It was it was good. It was really good. I, got I, think, good I think most of the reason it's usually bad is because it's people who are just like dilettantes. Like they're just like trying it out. And they're not they're not serious about it. They're just like yeah. wouldn't it be fun or whatever. I, I got a story one time. So like I it had to have been like six years ago, something like that, five, six years ago or something. One summer I needed the dough. And so there was some guy I knew who was like a producer of uh, 
like this Huffington Post web talk show, you know, thing that only aired online and they did it once a week. And he said, you want to do warm up for this drunk crowd that comes to see this Beverly Hills Huff Post talk show. Dang. So I was like, sure. It was terrible having to do it. But I remember uh, one one day Dan Aykroyd was going to be the guest and the hosts before he got there, for some reason, they just like did not think highly of Dan Aykroyd and they were shitting on him like crazy. And they were just like, oh man, Dan Aykroyd. Ugh, the guy's so lame. He's going to come in here. I bet she's going to talk about his vodka. He's going to talk about aliens. He's going to talk about vodka. And it was like, yeah, okay, Dan Aykroyd, he's kind of a weirdo, but like, whatever, you know. And uh, they just, but they just kept shitting on him. And then, sure enough, you'd think Dan Aykroyd must have been there or psychic or whatever. When he came out, it almost felt like, like hilariously and aggressively, every question they'd ask, he'd just like steamroll and start talking about my vodka. I have this new vodka. I looked at the, uh, I looked at the <laughs> industry and I looked and see what was out there, you know, and I thought I could do better. That's the only reason. It's, it's a skull vodka and he'd pull out his skull vodka. Try a little here. Here's some cups. Try a little. Pour, pour a little for everyone. It's crisp. It's crisp. It's good. It's good. It's crisp, isn't it? Just try a little. Yeah, I just thought I could do better. And every time they'd try to steer the conversation whatever bullshit they were going to talk about, he'd be like, well, but the, the crispness of the vodka, you know, there's nothing like it on the market, yeah. you know, and I just thought it could make it more pure, you know. So I felt like good one one for Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I, I would say like in a, in a talk show setting, I'd rather have like a grade A certified weirdo like Dan Aykroyd than someone who's just like <laughs> repeating the PR talking points or whatever. Yeah, Dan that was a highlight of it. Uh, I met him once, Dan Aykroyd. Did he tell you about his vodka? How's he doing? Uh, no, this was uh, this would have been the year two thousand one. Early, yeah, spring 2001, when I, I went to, uh, uh, Tyler and I both spent our freshman year of college in Springfield, Missouri at uh, Southwest Missouri State, now just called Missouri State University. Uh, it was the only year I went there, and I was uh, at a rave uh, <laughs> in downtown Springfield. It was very late at night, probably like 3, 3.30 in the morning, and a uh, limo pulls up outside. And Dan Aykroyd gets out and all these like ravers, like, you know, people on ecstasy with big wide pants and fucking like fruit loops around their necks and shit are like, uh, yeah, like Dan Aykroyd's outside. It turns out the Blues Brothers had played the House of Blues down in Branson. I guess it's, there's a Tyler, you would know you lived in that area. There's a House of Blues in Branson, uh, I, I think. Um, but uh, maybe it was some other venue. Then I the Blues Brothers had I don't the Blues Brothers was... had played in Branson. I guess Dan Aykroyd yeah. told his limo driver, "Like, eh, take me up to to Springfield. Let's see what's going on in the in the college town." And That's he just town. like got mobbed by rave kids. Yeah. And I like told him, "Like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to film school." Like, I introduced myself and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to film school in Chicago in in the fall." And he was like, "Ah, yeah. Don't forget to watch the classics. Watch watch Casablanca." And I, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I wanted, I, I wanted to be like. I told you I'm going to film school. Like, I fucking know about Casablanca. Like, well, but that's good <laughs> advice for anyone. You know, there's probably a lot of kids out there that's like, you say, watch the classics. Like, right, Avatar. <laughs> yeah, no, like, for, uh, uh, for people who went to Ty film school with me and Tyler, it would have been like, sure, I've seen the, I've seen the classics. I've seen Fight Club. Yeah. You know, I've seen Aliens. Those, these are the classics, right? <laughs> it's all about how you pronounce Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite is oh, I love boy. Kubrick. I'm a big Kubrick fan. Yeah, when people say Kubrick, get out of here. Why do you think you're the one who can say Kubrick? Kubrick. Uh, it's actually Moog, not Moog. Thank you. It's actually Moog. Moog. <laughs> uh, it's actually Moog. Uh, hi, it's actually um, 
poo-poo. Uh, <laughs> I love to hear, this is this is one for the film noir fans out there. For every Kubrick pronouncer out there, I'd love to pro- I'd love to hear how they pronounce Siodmok. Am I right, guys? I don't know. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, Am I right? Yeah, I, I think, is that how you say it? Siod- I think I've said Siodmak. I believe it's Siodmok. Siodmok, see? I, I'm, but, I don't you know, know nothing. Wrong. That was a deep cut for the film noir fans out there. Noir you know, I'm, I've got a certain audience now I've got to appeal to, you know. So when they, when my fans follow me, you know, they're expecting a certain caliber of specific yeah. humor. So I've got to pay it off. Otherwise, they'll unsubscribe. My, I'll get, I'll my have my two Patreon subscribers will unsubscribe. You got to well, come back be, on uh, the, the Twitch stream and talk about noir. They want now that I'm back. They're begging. Are they begging? Yeah. The uh, the noir director where people I think tend to outsmart themselves is Jules Dassin. Because he worked in France, people want to say like, Dassin, 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 or whatever. Jules like, Dassin. Yeah, but no, it's it's uh, he's an American. Just Dassin. yeah, I saw in an interview. He goes, um, he goes, I'm just Julie Dassin from the Bronx, or from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm just Jewish Julie Dassin from Brooklyn. Jewish Julie Dassin from Brooklyn. <laughs> that was the original name of that uh, Jennifer Lopez song. <laughs> I'm Jewish. just Julie. I'm from just the Julie Dassin from Brooklyn. Directed a bunch of movies, but not a whole lot. Hired, hired. What's his name? Hired Dizzy Gillespie to do the soundtrack. Did J J Lo do that? No way. Jules. Uh, they hired he hired Booker T and the MGs to do Uptight. This is a great one. It's called The Web, and it's directed okay. by Michael Gordon, and uh, it stars Edmund O'Brien, Ella Raines, okay. William Bendick, Bendix, Vincent Price, and Michael Gordon. He's an underrated one. He made a good one called Woman in Hiding as well with okay. Barbara Stanwyck. Oh, I haven't seen that one. It's good. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I messed up. He oh. made The Lady Gambles with, with Barbara Stanwyck. Oh. And he made he made Woman in Hiding with Ida Lupino. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm they sorry. just got the stars mixed up. I am embarrassed. I am embarrassed. I, think, I feel like I would be less embarrassed to get movie stars mixed up than to get director, directors mixed up. Oh, not me. Not as an actor. Not me. No. As, a, as oh. an actor? No, no, not me. But when I was a kid, let me tell you, when I was in first grade, I even had I had that the this uh, syndrome since kindergarten, I guess, because I remember sitting by the my first grade teacher, Miss Redike, and there was a kid. I don't know why kids would say this. Maybe he was, thought he was impressing the teacher, and he goes, "Miss Redike, did you know that the guy from Short Circuit is also the guy from Perfect Strangers?" And I was sit- sitting there listening. And I'm like, "No, it's not." Are you crazy? Bronson Pinchot and Fisher Stevens are not the same oh actor. Oh my god, this is funny. <laughs> first grade, really? I was first grade, I'm positive. I mean, maybe wow. I didn't know both their names, but I knew their faces and I said, that the short circuit guy is not. Just because they both talking in funny accents, that's not the same guy. Fisher Stevens, he's still out there. Uh, yeah, I, he's a filmmaker now. Mm-hmm. I once watched... This was in high school. I watched Candyman with someone who spent apparently I didn't realize so after spent the entire movie thinking that uh, Virginia Madsen was Gillian Anderson. And I uh, oh wow, they're kind of similar in that sense, aren't they? I get it. I get that. Yeah, but I, I just this person was an X Files fan and watched all of Candyman and then said like <laughs> something related to the X Files, and I was like. Oh, that wasn't Gillian Anderson. I felt oh, like I had to... You're the one who had it wrong, not the... I thought that uh, Virginia no, no, Madsen... she had it wrong. I thought well, Virginia might... Madsen was Michael Madsen, and I thought, man, she's much prettier in this movie. 
She might. They probably, the person might have face blindness for real. They probably actually have face blindness. Mm. You hear about oh, these stories? There's people who work in customs who they only recently found out are face blind. Is that so bad for customs or good? Yeah, because you look at someone's ID and you look at them in person, and your brain is can't. You can hand them a. I can hand them a picture of you. I, me, Johnny Pemberton can hand a picture of Josh Tatum, and they would go, "Come on through," because they just like their brain doesn't recognize uh, facial patterns like other people. It's called face blindness. There's also people who are super recognizers. Uh, you can take a test online to see if you're a super recognizer. Ooh. You can get hired by Scotland Yard, or you can get hired by. Um, because oh, wow. like the AI can't still can't replicate as well as a human can. Is a super recognizer? Mm. Yeah, super recognizer. I think now, the, the, the test is they showed them a picture of uh, Jared Leto in the House of Gucci, and if they can correctly identify him as Jared Leto. I don't know. Have you guys seen the image of Jared I Leto? Saw, yeah. It looks just like Jeffrey Tambor. I was like, is that just Jeffrey? <laughs> yeah. Is he playing yeah, Jeffrey Tambor hire... Jeffrey Tambor story? That's well, my thought. It's like, Tambor why got, not just hire an canceled. actor who looks like that? But yeah, but there's got to be but... someone else out there who's tambor-esque that he they got canceled but just uncancel him bring him back <laughs> soderbergh seems to be fine with i think hiring uncanceled uh uncanceled or Le- like who didn't he hire uh the smilf girl in his last movie which i thought yeah. was great i, I have no idea was- I'd see i'm not as in inside as you guys She's are so watch that soderbergh movie it was good no sudden I'm- move She's i didn't watch it i also robot. never watched smilf or Mr. and robot. i also didn't know that she was canceled I think that she was canceled. I never yeah. watched Smilf, but I watched No Sudden Move, and it was great. She okay. was great. Canceled or not, she was great. Everyone was great. It was great. She's, she's not really canceled, I think. I think she's Okay, maybe she's like, not canceled, but she was she's great. A soft cancel. It was a soft cancel. Well, if okay. you look at her IMDb, she has a few years off, is all I'm oh, saying. Oh, she, she wasn't canceled. She was putting time out. Well, but there, but Johnny, see, you saw that she. Okay, so it was a timeout. It was a, it was a timeout, not a me too. Frankie Shaw. Frankie oh, Shaw. Right. Oh, right. You yeah. said from Mr. Robot. I remember her from Mr. Yeah. Robot. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so no one watched No Sudden Move, huh? That's interesting. I watched no, it. I, I thought it was great, but I thought the ending could have used a more pizzazz. But more pizzazz. You're right. Spoiler alert. It was a little bit like let's tie it up in a nice bow for the people who watch movies today. I Maybe had, a little bit of that, but the movie had, itself. Uh, I had something from No Sudden Move spoil. I haven't seen it yet, but I had something spoiled for me because I maintain a letterbox list of movies where a certain actor makes a cameo. <laughs> and like three people texted me the day after No Sudden Move came out, like, got to update your letterbox, letterbox list. And I was like, that's funny oh, because, I yeah, I so and so shows up in this. That's movie. not a major spoiler. You know, it's like watch any movie directed by. Soderbergh or Clooney or I don't know Ridley Scott or something Kevin Smith yeah yeah Kevin Smith or Gus Van Sant you're bound to get this guy to make a cameo yeah yeah they have, they have their rogues they have their people they go to um it is weird though like even like you know well if people don't get it by now tough shit and also the, his appearance is not a huge spoiler it's just if you want to if you if you don't especially if you don't have facial recognition and it's not going to be a big deal but uh, it's, saving it's Private Damon. Ryan, can, I'll say it. It's it's Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon makes a cameo. No big deal. Doesn't affect the plot. He's just cast yeah. in a role. But there but, are yeah. so many movies that he that you don't know he's in that he, he shows just up shows in the up third act. It's, yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's a weird thing with him that he would just show up. Third act uncredited uh, Matt Damon appearance. Yeah, he's busy. Yeah, he's but it's weird. Guy. He's been doing it for like 20, 22, 23 years because Saving Private Ryan, he does it. You know, but see, I don't even know if he was famous enough yet for me to count Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I think the, the first Spielberg one I count is, is Chasing Amy. Chasing Spielberg. Amy is the first one where it's like, oh, Matt Damon. Yes, 
Well, Ryan was after Amy. What? Chasing I thought Amy's chasing Amy was 99 or 2000. No, chasing Amy's uh, uh, dogma was... No, do- dogma was uh, okay. 99. Okay, so maybe but, you're right with uh, no. Saving Private Ryan. I should add it to the list. I don't, I don't, but, I don't, it's not currently on my Yeah, he wasn't, list. Um, but here's the thing with Spielberg, you know, he always casts the heat buzzers, the buzzing heaters. And uh, Damon, I think probably Hollywood was a buzz with Damon Fever. And, uh, you know, because they had this right. hot script getting produced, you know, and it was uh, 98, uh, 97 had just happened. That and was so, GWH? And, uh, uh, yeah. Yes, GWH yeah. was 97. Courage Under Fire Fever was ripping through Hollywood. Right. Save Prive Rye was uh, 9-8. And uh, Ed Zwick said, this boy's got talent. And uh, the director of School Ties said, you know, hey, he was a great villain. Um, He almost upstaged Brendan Frazee. And uh, And School School um, Ties. I didn't see that. Oh, I remember it because it was uh, one of the few movies when it was coming out where it was like a private school, white boys. And they're like, we don't like you because you're a Jew. Oh, and um, you know, so it's it's Jewish Brendan Fraser versus the mean anti-Semitic boys. Yes, yeah. in private school. I wonder how that movie holds up. If it would be good or if it would be just kind of a a string puller. I saw on a TikTok recently. Speaking of movies holding up, there was someone saying doing that thing like, "What's a movie that you think uh, has aged too well?" First off, the, the listener the listener can't see that Johnny like grabbed his like uh, his microphone, uh, mi- uh, microphone like the headphone thing like a TikToker. It was a nice what's, bit of. <laughs> what's the movie you've seen that's aged too well? And they cut to that scene in um, Killing Them Softly when Brad Pitt's at the bar at the end talking about like oh, America's man, America's a business. America's this. I'm like that movie is not old at all. It's like I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just like, like people who old. have just discovered like a certain yeah. uh, brand of politics and like now are like, oh, I can't believe this existed before. But it's like, watch, you know, watch Network. Why, you know, yeah, you Pat, get, I was going to say, Petty Chayefsky would blow their fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, like 20, exactly, yeah, 20 they, 30 years like, before. It's like himself. a cycle. There's always going to be that guy. Who, Brian who, Perez who, had a funny tweet that was like, um, uh, I'm paraphrasing, was like, as best I can understand it, film Twitter seems to be like, Oh my God! Did you know this movie existed? And it's like, <laughs> yes, I did. I saw it. I know about it. I remember it. Yes, uh, we all love this movie. We all know about uh-huh. this movie. Yeah, I think. Oh we the, it was- did you know Gremlins Two existed? <laughs> oh my God! I rewatched Gremlins recently. Gremlins is fucking. You seen the behind the scenes about that movie? Of the first hmm. one, no. It's really cool. It's fucking crazy. The shit they had to do. Evidently, oh shit, we lost I, Josh. I, oh, no. uh, I'm here. No, I'm there, here. There uh, yeah, like yeah, all this, like all the stuff they had to do because there was so much intense mechanical stuff. The main actor, I forget his name. He Zach Galligan. He was a uh, Zach Galliganakis. Anytime he has the, has one of the the. Mogwai or what is his name uh, Gizmo in his hands he has like pounds of wires running up his leg and there's oh, all wow. this I guess they had to stop down like twice or three times a day because the shit would break so they were constantly taking the, taking breaks while these guys fixed these mechanics as it was all such new technology with that weird interim of um, it's all practical so they had to run all this wires under the floor and shit if you behind the scenes is like truly fascinating, but on I feel like from like a technical perspective, it's so interesting. Um, 
do you guys remember speaking of zach galligan when he got uh arrested for shoplifting a deep purple cd from tower records no, no i don't remember that at all that's a tell tell us the story how old no. was I, I kind of told the, this was in like 2000 oh i looked it up this is in 2003. Oh. So that was like a bummer period for Zach Galligan to be. What was what? What CD was it? Deep Purple. A Deep Purple CD from Tower Records. I don't know if it was Dark. like a bummer, like oh he's fallen on hard times, or is he like, I'm Zach Galligan. I, I don't need to pay for this Deep Purple CD. <laughs> well, how old was he then? Uh, he was I, old I, enough to have been washed questions. up. Well, I just wonder if like if it was like 38. A sh- oh, that's as old as I am now. That's no. too old to shoplift. That's like. How old was Winona when she shoplifted? She's she had to have been like well, she's a klepto though. 30, Thirty-three, something like that. That's her whole personality is stealing. Poor Winona. You know about <laughs> the this, thing. You know about her and Paul Westerberg. What, what about us? The Paul Westerberg. Paul story. Westerberg has in his writer. She under, stole his heart. Yeah, uh, no, it's the opposite. <laughs> he has in his Winona writer. His writer says under no circumstances is Winona writer to be allowed in. Wow. <laughs> she was like stalking him for a while and she was like the one guy mm. that she couldn't get and so he she was like yeah she like collected rock stars i think yeah in the mid to late 90s Paul yeah i, I love like, the i love the idea you know, that she didn't even try with him he just like saw the writing on the wall he was like all right evan bando i she like, did I try figure, but she i'm, I'm saying it'd be him. funny if he was just like oh yeah. was, this was just all preemptive like i can tell i'm next <laughs> who are winona's boys like he just evan sees dando. her walking down the street dave perner Dave Perner, that was the other guy I was trying to think of, yeah. <laughs> who else Who else were her guys? Beck. I mean, Johnny, Johnny Depp, did she date Beck? Beck. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I I mean, that's enough to establish a, that's a, a pattern. Tr- that's a trio. That's a trio, yeah. and they all rocked. They all rocked at one point or another, man. Sure. Renona rocked their world, <laughs> and she and she rocked, they rocked her ears. Renona she said, I, I listen to this music, it rocks. Did they ever get to the bottom of her, like, the, her, when she got that award for Stranger Things, what was going on in the brain? When she was like, oh, that's right. What was that? Did, it, <laughs> was was it a situation funny? where, like, the, the show like the show won, and so right. everyone was up on stage, and she was just kind of off to the side just being crazy, making, right? Making funny faces or something? She was just reacting, like, extremely, because she couldn't speak. She yeah. off mic, but she was doing reactions like, like, Right, it's like a meme now, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's almost like that Trump face when he's like... Maybe she yeah. was acting in something else at the time. Right. <laughs> She's very busy. She had to multitask. Yeah, she was doing like some sort of uh, facial recognition thing for yeah. Apple. Or she's in a Richard Linklater <laughs> movie that'll come out in 18 years. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, uh, you guys, this has been a blast. It's over. Sure, uh, if you guys have more, you want to, you want to, you want to talk <laughs> yeah. about. It. I think we. I mean, we'll come back for eight hundred. We'll, sure. we'll reserve. We'll reserve the eight hundred slot. I'll I mean, try to be remember about that. a year yeah. from now. Okay, yeah. guys, let me just put this out there. I want to be in a Peter Berg movie. I'm gonna just say it publicly. Really? I really want to work with Peter Peter B. Um, I don't know. It's it's pretty pretty hard to get in there, but I would like to get in there. Pete. Why do you think it's gonna be hard? I don't know because I feel like he's got he's got his guys, and I want to sneak in there. You you know what you say to Peter Berg? You go, Peter. Oh man, I've been a fan of your work since very bad things. I actually haven't, but I did. Well, but that's what you say. <laughs> okay. That's what you say. Peter, and here's no. a, he's you have like, to act, Johnny. Act. Okay, no, he's to gonna act, be like, yeah. you have. 
Here's a, a bit of a bit of the very bad things trivia. There's a part where uh, in the hospital, uh, in like the waiting room or whatever, Christian Slater is like yelling at a cop named Officer Randone. And he's like, Officer Randone. He says it like all sarcastically. Uh, Peter Berg's character in Copland is named Officer Randone. Wow. Oh. So you say Peter been it's a fan. Fun. It's a cinematic Copland universe. Fan. I thought that you worked in that ensemble. That was an ensemble of the best of the best. I think it's more memorable than Heat. And you stole the show, Peter Berg. Um, Peter Berg, Peter Berg was in, he was in The Last Seduction, though, yes? Uh, noir Guys, I think he was in The Last Seduction. This and Peter, the Criterion well, Channel, but I rented it from the public like, library. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, it's Leonard Fiorentino, Peter Berg, and Bill Pullman. Ah, yeah, Bill there you Pullman. go. Um, uh, All right. Well, I think uh, well, probably association with Battleship Retention. I gave I gave Patriots Day a terrible review, so maybe that. Oh, really? Uh, you hated it? Won't be the way. Yeah, I I did not like. But uh, maybe that's what Peter Berg wants. Maybe you that's just the thing endorsement. You don't want to know what kind of guy. He's unpredictable. Patriots I mean, Day was his very best. Things is a movie. dark comedy. <laughs> it's oh dark. God. Me, I like dark. Okay, I'm kind of out there. I like dark stuff. My comedy is real dark. dark. I love dark comedy. I'm trying to think what is or the you last could, Peter you could use, movie I liked. Did you not like? You could movie? use David's review as like an opportunity to have a mutual uh, mutual enemy. Like, yes. hey, you know what? That David Bax asshole. I don't agree yeah. with him at all. I thought Patriot's Day was uh, denied several Oscars. I thought Patriot's Day was his best, most recent film. I think Say, I really loved it. You know, There's a lot I of went on that podcast. I went on that podcast and I stood up to him. Um, so I didn't care much for Patriots Day or <laughs> Deepwater Horizon, but I didn't see Mile 22 or Spencer Confidential. Did you do Friday Night Lights? Uh, yeah, that's a good yeah, yeah. one. Um, but I, I didn't like Lone Survivor. I didn't mm-hmm, see Battleship. You didn't like Lone Survivor? <laughs> no, that's not my kind of movie. I think oh we're my different... God. These are all Johnny movies. Dude, recently I decided that Lone Survivor is a tentpole movie for me. Are your yeah. favorite directors Peter Berg and Ben Affleck? Um, the, those are some of them. Yes. Now, actually. David, you know that Josh, you know, that's true. David, yeah. you and I, David, you and I are on record as being huge fans of the rundown. And yeah. The rundown, the rundown. That's a good movie. I like and that's, that. One. That's uh, a yeah. And that's an early fun. one. He did that before mm-hmm. Friday night lights. Now, are you a big fan of the pilot of ballers? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only episode I saw. Um, um you know, there's a, had, there. Oh, go on, sorry. Go, I was just saying, the pilot of Ballers has a, I didn't like it very much, but it does have, it, the premise is that, like, a football player, like, dies right at the beginning, and um, a bunch of, like, I guess, whatever, like, groupies for football players are show up at the funeral, and one of the other players refers to them as funeral hoes, and I um, I laugh about that. Uh, my wife and I still, like, went, uh, find time, find, find any uh, opportunity to reference funeral, funeral hoes. Because I think that was funny, but not enough to maybe keep watching the show. <laughs> Damn, Johnny! You know what's on his upcoming IMDb? Have you already oh, seen? this? I know he's doing the Chris Cornell documentary. Yeah, yeah. And wow. that's like, I mean, I think this is what it is. It's just Peter and I have a similar taste. I think there's something about Lone Survivor that's like this buddy. It's a, it's a, it's one of the few movies that makes me cry every time I watch it. Like guaranteed, okay. it will guaranteed now, cry. Now, how's Spencer Confidential? Spencer Confidential is not great. I didn't okay. love it. You were um, disappointed. Okay, the Kingdom. You think Brian Helgeland so came in there and messed it up? The Kingdom is perfect movie. I feel like that's almost I'm, a perfect. Spencer movie. Confidential uh, has comedians Mark Maron and Eliza Schlesinger in them. Ooh, in it. In I never it. saw uh, The Kingdom, but The Kingdom uh, rules. I love I, it. When I worked, I, when I worked at the ArcLight in early 2007. Mm-hmm. 
if you work at the Arclight, when you're an usher, you have to stay through the trailers to make sure the picture and sound are working on the movie, so you see the same trailer over and over again. So I've, no joke, seen the Kingdom trailer 75 times. Wow. It kind of, like, there's, it kind of made me not want to watch the movie. Like, that movie, and, like, what was the Sandra Bullock? Was it called, like, Phenomena? What was it called? Uh, not phenomena. That's the premonition. Movie. Premonition. Yeah, that trailer I yeah. saw a million times. I saw the astronaut farmer trailer a million times. <laughs> I was just thinking about. Oh, Johnny worked with a Polish brother. Is that right? I did, yeah, Mark Polish. On, on what? On a movie that came out. That's been the title has been changed because the producers are psychos. Um, but it was called Headlock. 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 But the, I think it got changed to. Uh, Something like beat the clock or race against time or, or something like that. Beat the God, clock. I can't remember. It's also that it was the longest production ever against got the led, clock. Against the clock. Mm. So it would show up higher in the on demand listings. And Mark sent out an email to everybody being like, don't post about this movie with that title because he's totally against it. I guess it says here on IMDb it's called Headlock. But uh, that, was, that was a cool movie to work on, actually. Yeah. yeah Good cast know. here. Yeah, great cast. Glee's Diana Diana Agron. I like her. I got Andy to work with her a bunch. We had we all of us smoked cigarettes in a parking lot in uh, Joshua Tree one night. Oh, nice! And then it um, was in that new movie. A bunch of people were telling me to watch Shiva, Shiva Baby. Baby. Yeah, she's great in it. Yeah, I kind of thought she was the best part of it. Shiva Baby. Yeah, that's, like that's Shiva, really like like Shiva, like sitting Shiva. Oh, Shiva! Like Damn. if uh, it's a Jewish uh, ceremony. Like a Jewish wake. So, yeah, guys, so kind of. I need to I need to start watching more movies. I'm like, not, I'm not caught up at all. I've been been really like lazy with movie watching. I got a stack for you. Here's just a stack of random. Get yourself a Tulsa. Which one? You I see? don't want to watch a bunch of these goddamn noir movies. I want to watch. These are not noir. None of these okay, are noir. Okay, fine. Well, this one's noir. Oh, Light Sleeper. Light Sleeper. Great indicator. I've seen. But have you got these Indicator Noir it. box sets? They're pretty good. No, I don't have any of those. Um, uh, Johnny, I want to say uh, last time, the first time you were on the show, we talked about like reggae movies. Well, there's one <laughs> reggae movie that's, that's worth watching. Right. Always been the same one. It's Rockers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, um, there's other reggae uh, movies, but that one is that. That is like that's the creme de la creme right there. The best. Do you count okay. Belly? Hype Williams Belly is a reggae. No, but I mean, uh, got a scene in Jamaica. Yeah, but but Rockers is like a. It's shot in Jamaica. It's all reggae musicians as actors. Everything. What about uh, Harder They Fall? Harder they, they, they Come. Harder They Come. Harder They Fall. I know. But there's a Harder new movie coming out. But there's, movie com- but there's a new western coming out called The Harder They Fall. Um, that would bother me. That bothers and, me. Yeah. Pick <laughs> a new title, guys. There's already a Harder They Fall with Humphrey Bogart. And Harder They Come. Yeah. And there's a Harder They Come. Yeah. Who's, say, who's making the harder them? they are? Call the harder they are. The harder uh, they the, go. The new western. I know it has Jonathan Majors is starring in it. Mm. Okay. Um, do we like this actor, Jonathan Majors? Yeah, I do. Okay. Oh, Zazie Beats is in it. Uh, Idris Elba, Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, Delroy Lindo. Um, Good cast. Directed by James Samuel. Who is that? Who um, did a movie in 2013 called They Die Oh my by God, Mom. you guys, this movie, The Heart of the Fall, this is a, based on a true story. Okay. Because okay. this is right now, I'm just looking at it right now, it's, his character is Nat Love, and Nat Love has a book you can read, I've read it. He was a cowboy in the Old West, he was one of the most successful cowboys ever, and he's also black. 
he he left slavery like in Mississippi or some shit at like the age of 10 or 11, joined up with some cowboys and went on to become like the most, one of the most, the stories in the book, Nat Love, are, are almost, unbe- they're unbelievable. They seem like Mark Twain wrote them or something. They're just, they're not, hmm. it's not very well written because it's like he's a cowboy. He's like a fucking great writer, but <laughs> that's what this movie must be about. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's truly like some of the most, I don't know. They must have changed it a lot. Oh, Eddie Gathegi's in it. I used to do a show with him, but um, damn. I wonder. See, that's. I don't know. They're not, they're not promoting that. They should be promoting this as a true story. When's it come out? Well, I know it, the production got delayed. It says it's still in post production. I know the COVID hit like right when they were in production right. because I remember reading that Jonathan Majors like they were shooting it in like New Mexico or whatever, and Jonathan Majors just like moved to Santa Fe full time and has been living wow. there for the last year and a half. Um, it's strange to me why they wouldn't hmm. capitalize on this being a true story because it's such a, it's such a cool story. Well, maybe they will when a, it finally comes out. Maybe it was the bastardized yeah. version. Yeah, because this, this says here it's about when an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison, he reunites his gang to seek revenge in this western. But I wonder, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they found a way to make it so I will be not like it. <laughs> Because I'd be like, the true story is so cool. Why would you change it? Because it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's just insane shit. The guy did, he, he was like a captive of like the Choctaws for like six weeks. And he escaped in the middle of the night. Like crazy shit. Uh, well, then I think we, we, can, we can end it with... Um, it's a good wrap uh, Nope. Yeah. Keep, oh, keep an eye out for The Harder They Fall, the, the new movie. I'd say keep an eye out for the Humphrey Bogart one. And the one with Jimmy Cliff. I would say okay. so keep an eye out for the book by Nat Love. Yeah. Called- Before you check out this new movie that hasn't come out, make sure you're armed with the knowledge of having read the book and seen the movie The Harder They Fall with Humphrey Bogart uh, uh, and um, written Rod by Steiger. Bud Schulberg and, um, and then The Harder They Come. The Life and, and Adventures of Nat Love. You can get it for like free probably. And you can read it in about two days or less. If you're right. a fast reader. What about those who can't read very I well? I think you, you'd blaze through this. It's like No, I have too many books to read. Okay, Josh. <laughs> you can just read like the first half of it because there's all little stories. I got a lot of movies to watch. <laughs> I got a lot of movies here. All right, so Josh doesn't have time good. to read. No. I'll see the movie after I'm, I watch the Humphrey Bogart and Jimmy Cliff movies. I need a list. Of, of noir. Of, of some stuff to watch. That's not noir. The web. The web. The web with Sandra Bullock. Yes. No. <laughs> that's the net. Same thing. That's the net. Net. <laughs> wet. Wet, wet, that's wet. the net with Sandra Bullock and the Dennis. <coughs> oh, I need to watch some goddamn movies, guys. Yeah, you know what? It is sometimes harder to sit down and just have the space. I just don't like TV and yeah. TV or TVs? TV shows. I'm sick of TV shows. You seen Columbo? I was going to yeah, say there's, Columbo, a Fisher, there's a Fisher Stevens episode of Columbo where he plays a Steven Spielberg type who is murdering people with special effects. And this is like kind of uh, this is. I've seen like that one. I've seen that shit. Within the night, that's the '90s. It's a I've '90s seen, episode. I've seen it. And it's good, right? Yeah, it's always good. You know, let me tell you a Hollywood story, okay? I went to see a movie with Please. Pat Healy. Your friend, friend of the podcast, Pat Healy. Yeah. We went to see an early screening of 
um, Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Thread, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. And, uh, and Pat was chatting with these uh, character actors sitting behind him. You know, they just looked like a couple older guys, and he was chatting with them when I got there. Hey, guys. And somehow Columbo came up, and I said, I just watched this Columbo with uh, Fisher Stevens in it as a Steven Spielberg type. And the guy sitting there goes, I was in that. Damn. <laughs> and I was like, who'd you play? So this guy, oh, yeah. You know, I don't know. It was a fun, you know, yeah. Johnny, maybe you guys can't relate, but Johnny surely can as a character actor, a Hollywood character actor. You know, you can relate to that sort of thing. You probably, you know, you were just talking about, you know, you're just like Superstore. And Johnny said, I was in that. And right. he said, oh, my God, you were. Wait, but I brought it up because. because yeah, because <laughs> total coincidence. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Um, <laughs> All right, guys, I got to cut you off, okay? I got to All right, yeah. We keep, uh, you have to go? No, I can't. I don't. I actually oh, okay. got a text saying, uh, can you do this thing later? Okay, well, we will wrap up, but I, I keep thinking of things. Josh, I just noticed you're wearing an Oklahoma, uh, an OU cap. It's my dad's. I don't pay attention to it, but what oh, are we going to say? Never mind. I was going to say it. I love OU. I love it. I love do you the band. have thoughts I about them? I love the band OU. They are the best rock and roll band yeah. of all time. So oh, you yeah. don't have any thoughts about them joining the SEC, leaving leaving the Big 12? Uh, Ooh, the, Southern, the Southeast Conference, the same as Florida State. Is that a business yeah. thing, conference? Yeah. It's the uh, uh, sports conference, Josh. It's yeah. Division I. Johnny, could you answer on my behalf? <laughs> uh, Josh thinks that anything, any changes in D1 need to happen because the Pac-12 is a mess. Yeah. Okay? Pac-12 is a mess, so the SEC could use some new blood. It's been festering away for a long time. We I have think, been waiting. I think we welcome the Sooners into the SEC. Okay. Uh, the SEC is a very, very strong, powerful conference. It is. Are they good or bad? Is that you good know or bad? What? But it's, <laughs> it's strong, powerful, but it's stagnant. Okay. Are they going to pay okay. those kids or not? They're going to pay them now. They the are. Name image likeness. Well, they they're can. They them. can. They, they're not going to be salary, but they can benefit off of their name image and, and likeness. Well, that's ones, that's good. Then I'm a fan of that. So band. they're going to make a lot of money, and most of them will make nothing. I love their most recent album. You got to check it out. Okay. So now that I know that uh, uh, Johnny's a. Uh, a football NCAA conference expert. Uh, Johnny, should should Notre Dame join the ACC full-time? Mm, no. I think okay. Notre Dame can join kissing my ass full-time. Okay? <laughs> That's what I think about Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. There you go. That's too much. Uh. All right. Well, yeah, this has been the Barstool Sports Podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, uh, you guys, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Great to be here. Great to be here. Uh, To the listeners, thank you for listening for 750 weeks in a row. Um, Subscribe to the Patreon podcast. Uh, Check us out at battleshippretension.com. We've got reviews of The Green Knight in nine days up there. Unfollow me on anything you follow me. uh, Up uh, up there (laughs) right now. Uh, That's what I was going to say next. Um, Let's go. uh, Josh, where, where can people find you? You can unfollow me on Twitter. I deactivated my Instagram. I'll probably stay that way for a while. I get, you know, I go in and out. Sometimes I'm like, you know, this is distracting and it's not doing me any good. It is. So unfollow me there. My tweets are all about film noir. You can unfollow them because I don't want followers who aren't interested in that. And, um, uh, and don't watch my comedy videos and, uh, leave me alone. (laughs) Okay. Um, I like that you do the, the, the film noir tweets. It reminds me of when Frank Conniff like first joined Twitter. Now he's like, it's either MST3K or it's like left wing politics stuff. But he used to tweet like s- solely about jazz. It was just a jazz, like a jazz. It's <laughs> a, a funny Twitter performance idea. I'm a yeah. jazz guy. I should hook up with Frank. There you go. 
Uh, Johnny, Johnny have you heard of Miles Davis? Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've listened to some of his stuff. Yeah, he's good. Uh, um, he's you talented. can find me. You just Google Johnny Pemberton. Check me out on Twitch. Just go to Twitch. I'm on Twitch a couple times a you week. You can find me on Johnny's Twitch. If you on... see me there, stop watching. Yes. Unfollow. You should have stopped listening to this a long time ago. Check out my podcast. It's super cool. <laughs> Negative comment. Follow me on all the platforms. Unfollow me on all the platforms. Just Google my name a bunch. So build a supercomputer that Googles my name. So my name, so my star meter goes up. Well, Please my watch my indie movie and give it a positive review on iTunes because that is what matters these days. We need to yes. get this indie movie yes. on iTunes. Or we won't get a chance well, you to can be considered. Also- but for real, though, you can watch both Josh and I in a movie called King Knight. Oh, yeah, that's true. This it's is true. This is no bit. This is bitless. It's what? premiering at the Fantasia Film Festival, I Ooh, think. in Montreal? Yes. It's premiering there. It stars Josh Fadum, Johnny Pemberton, Matthew that's it. Googler. That's it. Uh, also, Angela, Angela Serafian, Kate Comer. Appearances oh. by Ray Wise. Vocal appearances by Aubrey Plaza. Hmm. It's a cool. Um, Emily very, Chang. It's a very um, unique movie. And it, oh, Ricky Bates is the name of the director. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, great director, great guy, Wonderful, funny work. guy. Um, and uh, we had fun working on it. Johnny King and I, get, one of the first, I think one of the first real movies that Johnny and I have actual scenes together that yeah. we didn't make ourselves. We play a couple, too. We this play is, a couple. Okay. And this is um, fun. I'm looking at the cast list now. Nelson Franklin. Nelson Franklin. Um, um, you mentioned I'm in a um, movie that just came Angela out uh, about Del Close. There's a documentary called mm. For Mad Men Only about Del Close. I play a comic writer named John Ostrander. John Ostrander. Okay. It's a documentary, but then they have scenes of, you know, maybe this happened. And I, so I play this writer who wrote this book with Del Close. And that, had, that features James Urbaniak playing Del Close. Oh, and it features cool. interviews with Bob oh, Odenkirk nice. and um, uh, many people. If you're interested in that sort of a thing, improv, I didn't. When I got the job, I was like, "What's uh, what's uh, what about Del Close?" But I enjoyed working on it. Find a way to check these things out. Do it. You can find them. You can search. You guys are resourceful. You don't need to. You're not going to remember if we tell you where to find it. Just write it down, like you got with your little pen. You've been waiting for something to write down the whole time. To quote the movie Braveheart, "Do it. Let them see you do it." Yeah, I don't know that part in Quave Heart. It's the part when they're... Quaveheart? Right. About the guy from Migos? <laughs> you mean Alfonso Arau? Craveheart? Quaveheart? <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Uh, okay, thank I you for being go. here. Thank Bye-bye. you at home for listening. Good to see you. We'll catch you next time. Bye. God Bye. bless. Stay safe. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet.